It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Whoa. Whoa. everybody this is hondo carpenter from sports illustrated's fan nation las vegas raiders insider podcast great to be with you today happy thursday to you we got so much to cover today we're going to really be digging in on a lot of different issues let me just talk to you about the issues we're going to look at we're going to look at the very closely at the salary cap we're going to be talking a lot about salary cap we're going to be talking about one area that i think is hurting josh mcdaniels we're also going to talk about why the, the team is struggling scoring. I think that's a, a very fair one. We're going to get into some special teams issues. You may remember in the last game, I gave the Raiders special teams an A and uh, had a couple of people, you know, question that. No, nothing wrong with that. I'm not God. And I'm going to go in and explain more. I, I touched on it briefly yesterday, but I'm going to get into more on my scoring you have to understand a, a couple of things. First of all, the most important thing, thank you for being with us today. Without you, I don't have a job. I appreciate the fact that you guys joined us. Tens of thousands of you were growing every day because you guys are subscribing and sharing. So I want you to know all of the material. Yesterday, I think we had 14 or 15 pieces of original content covering your Raiders that we had, and it's all 100% free. And that's very difficult. Uh, for media to do in this present, you know, um, the way the media works. But that's a decision that our company's made, and I 100% support it. I love the way they do it. I'm so proud to work for them. And I I just – someone said to me when I said that one time, oh, you're just saying that because you have to. No. If I didn't feel that way, I wouldn't say I don't appreciate them. I just wouldn't say anything. But I really do. I appreciate them. I appreciate the way we get so much content out to you guys and I'm grateful to you that you're reading it and listening to it and watching it. So I just want to personally say thanks. If you get a chance, share about us and click the link and follow buttons if you would. Appreciate it very, very much. So you have to understand where I come from. Because I am not a fan, I am in a little bit of a different position than other people. Fans have every right to fly off the handle and get mad or whatever. So let me give you an example. During the win that the Raiders had over the Green Bay Packers, there was a time early in the first quarter where people are tweeting at me, we suck, season's over, we've lost the game. Now, they did the same thing with the Broncos. 
and both games, the Raiders won. Now, fans have that right. You can turn the TV off whenever you want. You don't have to come listen to podcasts or read the articles we write. You choose to do it. I respect your your choice. I don't get that. So my job is to just simply report what I know, report what I've learned, report what I see, and then to delineate it to you and then allow you to parse it and, and chew on it and think about it and come up with your absolute own opinions. That's cool. I'm golden with that. I have no issue with that whatsoever. I'm just trying to explain. So it's not my place to overreact or underreact. My job is to assimilate information, delineate it to you, and then allow you to do whatever you want with it. So I'll give you an example. And I think it's a fair one. Most media don't really interact with fans. And I'm not saying, look at me, I'm great because I do. That That's not in anywhere I'm going with this. I understand why most don't. Okay, it can be very frustrating. You know, for example, I have said oftentimes, many, many times, and I don't mind being held accountable to it. Josh McDaniels is widely considered in the um, National Football League as an offensive genius. And he, and, and he certainly was when he got here. I had quotes from general managers. Some that wanted to hire him. So when things don't go well, hey, Hondo, you idiot, what kind of a genius do you think he is now? Well, I'm sorry you don't have the ability to listen. I'm sorry. If you're going to write something like that to me, then you don't have the ability to listen, which is fine. I'm good with that. But that's why most people just don't interact. Because when people get emotional about stuff, they, they, they stop reasoning. I totally own that I said it. Totally own it. And I've also said to you, I mean, that's why. So again, I'm not mad. I'm not using this as a as a platform to complain. I'm trying to explain because we're going to get into some things today. So let's talk first about the special teams. Now, if you saw the special teams, the coverage was phenomenal. Jacob Bob and Moyer's snaps were great. The holds were good. The punts were great. A.J. Cole just placing the punts with precision. Daniel Carlson had two missed field goals. Now, the first one was right on trajectory. Had height, it would have been good. The Green Bay Packer player used another player to, pro to propel himself up high to get the block. Now, that is no bueno. That is a no, you don't do that. That That's an illegal. Didn't get called. Okay. I can live with that. Refs miss calls all the time. There's a lot going on on the field. But the point is, I'm not holding that against Daniel. That's not on Daniel Carlson. The, the trajectory was if it had been a low ball that got blocked, that would have been on him. But the height was there. The trajectory was there. Everything was there. So guess what? That's not on Daniel. I'm not holding it against him. Next, he missed a 52-yarder that some feel Josh could have went for it. But he misses a 52-yarder. Kicks over 50 are not guaranteed at all unless it's Daniel Carlson. And the guy hit the goalpost. He was off by four and a half inches. Okay? With the whole way the entire team played the entire game on special teams, 
I'm not holding a 52-yard kick against a guy at four and a half inches. Was it a miss? Sure was. That's why it wasn't an A+. But I gave it an A. Now, if you don't like that, that's cool with me. I don't mind that. But I had a lot of people that were just asking me about it. And I'm going to let you in. So it's my job to, to be fair. To say, okay, when you look at the entire product, everything was perfect but one kick. And there were multiple special teams plays. So that's really good to me. And that's where I come up with that figure. I'm trying to explain. Again, not complaining. I'm trying to explain so you can understand <clears throat> the information that I disseminate to you. Next, let's talk about um, the salary cap. Now, I've rounded some numbers up because when you're dealing with hundreds of millions and then you get to millions and then hundreds of thousands, thousands, then dollars and hundreds of dollars and pennies, uh, then dollars and then pennies. So I just rounded these up. But essentially, the salary cap is 230. It's just over $235 million. Okay. So I've been talking often about the Raiders having a $102 million offense. And then people are like, well, Hondo, that's not much with a 200000 $200 million plus salary cap. Okay. You're right. But you're not taking into account the dead money. So the Raiders have spent $102 million, over $102 million on their offense. They have $47 million. <laughs> and again, I'm rounding up. <clears throat> Excuse me. $47 million in dead space. Still paying for Alex Leatherwood. I think Corey Littleton is still on there. Still paying for a lot of people. Then they've got injured reserve, which is out there. So on $167 million that they spent active contracts, 102 is being spent on offense. Now they've got just at $12 million, and it's a little bit less, but a rounding up, remember, of, of open space. Now they also have 12 more weeks a season. So somebody can get hurt, and they're going to have to go replace. There's all kinds of issues there. So that goes into all consideration. But they spent $102 million of the salary cap of the 167 on offense. So when I make a big deal about 102, and some of you have said, well, why that's not really a big deal when, when 235 is the number, it is when you're talking about active contracts. So 102 of the 167. So that is a huge number. Um I have heard others, uh, other media say the Raiders are in the top five of offensive spending. Okay. I can only find where it's substantiated in the top nine. <clears throat> I do believe that they're right, but I'm just giving you the analysis. They're in the top nine of spending. Again, I've seen some places where people are saying top five. I've, I've not been able to get that. Now, in fairness, I'm I'm deep diving into the team all the time. So I don't necessarily have the free time as maybe a columnist or whatever to go find that out. But still, it's, it's, it's a huge number, huge percentage, one of the biggest in the NFL on offense. And that brings us to our third point. Why are they not scoring? Now, when you look across, that's an offensive line that – blocked for a rushing title last year. Okay, that's number one. Number two, let's go back to the last game. 
People were tweeting, man, this old line is trash, whatever. And remember, fans get that prerogative. But many of you know, because I was the only one that reported it. Well, I reported it first. I'm sure some others have reported it now. And you saw me ask Josh McDaniels about it on Monday. That was the most Green Bay had um, blitzed all year. In fact, I was told by a member of the Green Bay organization they blitzed more against the Raiders than they have everybody all year combined. So did the offensive line have their absolute best game against Green Bay? No. But to be fair, you then have to go look and say, okay, was there anything pejorative? Was there anything that happened that that contributed that is being fair in the analysis? And that is, when you're five guys going against seven or eight, yes, because either they're going to stop Josh or if it's a pass, they're going to put Jimmy under pressure. Now, that creates windows for guys to be open. That creates legitimate windows for guys to get open. Now, when you're under that much pressure and your offense is already predicated on getting the ball out quickly, now you got to get it out quicker. So that's part of the reason that I don't that I think that we're not seeing more of Renfro and others. Now the fact that you saw so many people get involved against Green Bay, I think tells you that the offense was able to hold up some of those guys to give Jimmy a little bit of time and that Jimmy made some better reads. But the analysis is simply this. The offensive line has some stuff to clean up. But I am not convinced the offensive line is horrible. Now, do I think that they can upgrade the offensive line and bring some players in? I do. I do, for sure. Do I think that's going to be a plan? I do, for sure, in the offseason. But I, you have, I'm trying to be fair in my analysis and, and ask, why is this? So for I'll give you the, another one. My wife is a great cook, great cook, as you can tell. So when she makes something that I know I love and it's not good, I'll be like, hey, babe, what'd you do different? And I remember one time she's oh, I, I couldn't get the cheese that I know that you and I like, so I had to get a different kind of cheese. Okay, great. Hey, how about next time if you're going to make that and you can't get our cheese, just don't make it. It's being analytical rather than just critical. See, there's a difference between being analytical and critical. I stay on the analytical. So if the analytical causes me to be critical, that's fine. But if the analytical doesn't lead me to being critical, then that's fine as well. I don't have a predetermined outcome. I understand that fans do, and they're allowed to that. But I'm explaining why and how I give you information. So let's go to the next one then. Okay, so why aren't they scoring? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. First of all, I know that this goes against the narrative, and I'm okay with that. So I'm open to criticism, and I'm I'm willing to take it. Josh McDaniels, when he was in Denver, was a very arrogant young man. He's not that anymore. And I don't care if you want to believe it. That's great. I'm around him. I know him. I like him. I don't think I've never seen him be arrogant, but I'm going to tell you something that I do think he does that I think is hurting him is he's extremely 
an overthinker. And it's called paralysis by analysis. And I think there's times he makes decisions that are not wise, not because he doesn't care. Someone said to me one time, he just doesn't care. No, I'm telling you, I know the guy. He cares. He just knows the game so well. And he does. If you talk to him, you would there's no you wouldn't argue about it. Matter of fact, I've had multiple NFL people say he's one of the funnest guys in the league to talk ball with because he knows it. But sometimes football is a game and it's fast going. And I think that there are times that Josh overthinks it. You know, I think the the kick, um, when they went for the kick, I think it was against San Diego, I not San Diego, Los Angeles, the Chargers. And I'm like, well, that just makes zero sense. The uh you know, not throwing the ball into the end zone on third down last game, not taking a timeout. I think there are times he just, he overthinks it. And there are times I think you just got to sit back and, and not do that. Just go with what conventional wisdom says. Now, we also know if people don't buck conventional wisdom, you don't get a lot of new things that work. Look at Miami, you know, with the Dolphins. That guy bucks conventional wisdom. But so does the boy genius in the, with the Chargers, who I think everyone should make a donation to have that guy keep his job because it's good for the rest of the league. That that There's a lot of talent on that Charger team that's being wasted. And I think that hurts them. And I think that there's some of that. Number one, I think there's multiple reasons why they're not scoring, but I think that's a, a big one first. I think that Josh is overthinking some things. You've watched, and if you go back and look, you'll see sometimes on my Twitter, I'll say that was a great called series. I like Josh's aggression on fourth down. Seems like every game, a couple of times I'm typing, get it or not, I like this. The game of football is meant to be played aggressively. Now, a second thing I think that hurts them is I think they have a tendency sometimes to settle for field goals and not be aggressive and go for touchdowns. This league, you can win on a last-minute kick by a kicker, but you win with touchdowns. You win with touchdowns. And you saw last time, third down, they you know they get the big interception. They're in the red zone. Second down play, Jimmy makes too quick of a read, screws it up. Third down, they throw over into the flats rather than attacking the end zone. Attack the end zone. That is where football games are. Well, I don't care if it's peewee. I don't care if it's tech mobile or on your, 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 your playstations or X stations or Xboxes. I don't remember which one. I think it's Xbox. I know it's PlayStation. I think it's Xbox. Whether it's peewee football, junior high football, freshman football, high school football, college football, pro football, you win scoring touchdowns. That is the name of the game. Touchdown. And I think that there is a, hey, let's just take the field goal and we'll live to fight another series. But you know what? Sometimes you, you don't just turn the other cheek. I remember when I was in high school, I had a senior that was always just always messing with me. Till one day my dad's like, okay, enough's enough. He does it again. I want you to go at him and I want you to go at him hard. And I did. I just had to send the message. Enough. Sometimes in football, that's part of having an attack, attack, attack mentality. It's about touchdown. Hey, if you're third and 11 
at year 33, kick the field goal. So you're at the, you're in, you can smell the end zone. Tack on third down. Come on now. I think that hurts them. Again, we talk about overthinking. I think that, I think having Daniel Carlson is a blessing. And let me tell you something. I think that guy is going to be legendary like Ray Guy when his career in the silver and black is over. Daniel Carlson is a stud. Okay, but I think he's so good. It's well, all right, let's just take the three and, and, and we'll keep the fight. No, go for the seven. You got those down, so it's third down. Throw in the end zone. John John Madden used to be livid when it would be third and seven and teams would throw the ball to receiver at the at five, you know, five yards down the field. And he would say, You gotta know where the marker is. You gotta know where the touchdown is. You gotta know it. You gotta go get it. This is what this game is about. Sure, I know that Josh knows that. But again, goes back to overthinking and then settling because Daniel is there. Third thing is there are times uh, Jimmy's not playing well. He's not. And and you know what? I, I like Jimmy, so it isn't a personal attack. But he's not playing well. I'm sorry. And you can say, oh, he doesn't have a good offensive line. Uh, there have been several games where the Raiders' offensive line was good. So, no, I'm, I'm not buying into the narrative that it's all the offensive linemen. That's horse crap to me. Not buying it. Won't buy it. Do I think they can get better? Sure. But Jimmy's got to be better, too. Jimmy's really good at making the pre-snap read. But come on now. You've got to be able to get things going in a different direction. And you know what? Great quarterbacks do that. I, you all know I am not a fan of Aaron Rodgers. I, I know too many people that have been part of the Packers organization. But that's on a personal level. Okay? The fact of the matter is, is there's a lot that Aaron Rodgers has done when he didn't have a great quarterback, when he didn't have a great offensive line. Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the business, has done some things when the offensive line was injured and not well. That's what top quarterbacks do. You know, don't give, sell me a ham and cheese. Tell me I'm getting a ham and cheese and you open it up and it's it's horse poop. You do that to me. Don't give me that. He had a better, okay, does he have the best offensive line in the NFL? No. Does he have one, though, with the ability to perform better than he has? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Yes, he does. So I think that's that's a third thing that's hurting them. But there's a fourth. We talked about Josh overthinking. We talked about a tag. We talked about Jimmy. But here's the fourth one. Player execution. Players make mistakes, and they all do on every team. So don't, it's not just a Raider thing. But the Raider execution has to get better. We have seen when Josh attacks and Jimmy executes and his teammates execute, and they don't overthink this team score. How many games have they gone in with a great plan and they score quick? So we know they have the ability to do it because we've seen them do it. But why do I think they're not scoring as much as they should, as much as a $102 million offense would dictate? Hey, that's that's a fair question. I just gave you my reasons why. Now, I want to address one issue, and I'm not going to address it anymore. Uh, actually, this would be number five. So 
but I'm sticking on why the offense isn't scoring. I know for a fact that Jimmy Garoppolo can throw a deep ball. I've watched him do it in practice multiple times. Okay, so I know he has the ability to get there. Do I think he throws a deep ball um, as good as a lot of other people? No, I do not. But I think, you know, Josh's offense is predicated within 25 yards. But I do think you've got to take some shots, even if you don't get them. you got to take some shots. you got to keep the defense at least thinking about that. Now, I've talked with people around the league. What are you? What are your thoughts on the Raiders' offense? And that's uh, and all of these things I'm sharing with you are things that I, I've had uh, other people in the league talk to me about. And that's vitally important. Is you've got to be able to stretch the field. Teams are packing the box every week. Look what Green Bay did, and not one time do you try to punish them. Punish them. This is a testosterone-filled, violent game. Punish some people. I got to tell you, this is not an original to me, but one of you people sent me an email. I thought it was hilarious. And they said, Hondo, I'm I'm paraphrasing here. I don't have it. But basically, Hondo, I feel your pain about the offense not attacking. How cool would it be to see Max Crosby call the offense? I thought that was pretty funny. Obviously, I'm not calling for that. But you want that mentality. You know, when you people say, well, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, Jimmy can't throw it. Well, I've seen it, so you d- clearly don't know. Do I think he's the best at it? No. But I don't care. Take the shot. It doesn't – keeping them honest simply makes keeping them honest because once you show, okay, I can take the shot. I may not be the most accurate guy at it. I may not always get it there, but I'm taking the shot. I'm taking the shot. Uh, My buddy, I went to elementary school and middle school with a buddy named Chad Dennis. And Chad, great kid, still a friend to me to this day, great mortgage broker. And you knew if you gave the ball to Chad, he was not passing. He was always taking the shot. Okay? So you knew he may not be the greatest shooter in the world, but you had to defend him because you knew he was taking the shot. Same principle in the national. Footballing, take the shot. We're not doing brain surgery. It's football. Football is a simple sport because men are simple. Throw the ball, take a shot. I think it hurts them. I understand when people say Jimmy's not good at the deep ball. I agree. But you can't say he can't do it. I've watched him. Take those shots. Make those teams have to step back. Man, there were. Probably, I'm, I'm going to guess three to five times in the Green Bay game that I'm sitting there thinking to myself, take a shot. Look at the alignment. I mean, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Get a little bit of snake blood in you. Pull a Kenny Stabler and say, no, nah, this is what I'm doing. Give that look to, to, to Trey or give that look to somebody saying, go deep. Go seven. Boom. Run a nine. By the way, a seven route. A nine route is what most people call a, a deep ball going straight down towards the end zone. Some coaches call it a seven because that's how you get seven points. So I call it a seven. Some call it a nine. I just want you to know what I'm referring to. Sometimes you just got to take the shot. 
Sneak blood. Go get it. That's the game of football. Just, just do that. Keep people honest. Love it. Listen, I am a guy that likes ground and pound. That's football to me. Defense, run the football. I love passing. I just like ground and pound. But you know what? Even I understand. You got to take the shot. I think it hurts them. All right, next. I want to, uh, I've already talked about overthinking. Now I want to get into um, the last thing because I, I think it's very, very important. I, the other day on my podcast, and I think it was Wednesday's podcast with Matt Halatic from the spun.com, several times I referenced to him, I was going to talk to some stuff to him about off, off camera, and I did. And now I want to talk to some, to most of it to you. This game is really big for Josh. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Because New England is reeling. New England's in trouble. And there are a lot of people that say, I don't want the Patriot way. Okay, And I don't blame people for feeling that way. I'm not a Patriot way kind of guy. Do I think they did something super well? Yep. And I think there's a lot that they did that worked, but it had nothing to do with Josh and with Bill. I think it had to do with who their quarterback was. Having said that, I think this game is huge for him. And if he wins, there are other big games coming, but none will be bigger than this one. I think year two in his regime, and this is going to be his 23rd game going against the Patriots with a fan base that's already not happy, a loss here would be devastating. I hope I don't have to write about it, but a loss would be devastating. And I, I don't think the logistics would be good, nor do I think um, the way it would look would be good. And this game is really big for Josh. And and I just think there are so many comparisons back to the Patriots. And in fairness, everybody has that right because it seems like anybody that's been a Patriot is is – apt to make this roster. So I get that. But I think this I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win 24-17. But I'm just saying to you, I am totally convinced with that locker room who I still believe believes in him. I talk to them privately. I know what they tell me privately. And I don't believe they're liars. And somebody said, well, they're the media. They're going to tell you what they have. No, they're not because they know me and know I'm going to protect them. They've told me some very critical things in the past I've used, and I've never blown their their identity. But I just think logistic-wise, this is and, – and for optics, this is huge for Josh. <clears throat> I think they're going to win it, <clears throat> but I think the optics are big. And, this, and for the rest of the year, there will be other big games, but none will be bigger than this one. Very, very big. Lastly, uh, I several of you have asked me, and I, I think it's very germane, to give you an update on the um, search for potential DN. Now, I've talked about it before. I'm going to give you more details and rehash a little bit. The Raiders would like to add a DN. That's a fact. Would they like to be able to trade a player? Yes. 
are they willing to to use draft capital? And I was the first to report this. Yes, they are. But here is the limited text you have to understand. It's got to be somebody who they see as part of the long-term future. Now, let's talk about a name, and there are others. I just want to use it. Let's use Leonard Williams from the from the um, Giants. Okay, he's on the last part of his deal. The cap hit, depending on when they pulled the trigger on the deal, would be somewhere around $10 million. Now, I just said to you earlier in the podcast, they have $12 million in space. It's actually a little lower. I round it up. But so if you got a you know one eleven point nine and you sign a guy who's roughly 10, that means you only have $1.9 million if you get other people hurt and you got to bring new guys in. So that puts the team in a various very, very situation. Very, very tenuous situation. But the other one is, you know you're not going to keep Leonard Williams next year. He's coming to the end of his career. He's not as productive as he used to be. Okay? Doesn't mean he still doesn't do some things well. And I think that there is also an element with the Raiders, before we would do anything big like that, put our teams in a very tenuous situation with salary cap, we better be really careful and make sure we win these next two games. If the Raiders are sitting there at four and three, when that when when the when the trade deadline comes, which I think it's after week seven, I believe it is. If they're sitting there, well, let me just do this. Figure this out real quick. Google, when is the NFL trade deadline? Okay, October 31st. So they're fine. So they also need to see where the Raiders at, because if you're going to take a risk, it's got to be a smart risk. Dave Ziegler is not stupid. He is widely respected. Now, Later in the year, I'm going to talk a lot about Dave Ziegler, a lot about his role with the Raiders. What are some things that I, and you guys know that I, I'm a big believer in Dave. And and what are some things I think that Dave can do differently moving forward? And I think there's some really good things that are very positive that he can do. But he is not going to risk, you know, why go get a Leonard Williams today? Let's wait and see what happens. And then would keep us with such limited cap space. But they're not going to go trade draft picks. And I'm not saying they would with Leonard. But if there's a guy out there that maybe has a couple years left on a deal that you think fits in your cap for next year, you can make him fit this year. And you think he's part of the long-term vision. Now, I need to address this. They're not going, they've not at all given up on Tyreek. Because I've had several people say to me, you know, did the fact that they're even looking, Hondo, do you think that means they've given up? No! They knew Tyree was raw. Everyone around the league knew that. I've given you multiple quotes from, from executives. Did they think that he was worth it? Yeah. The Raiders knew this probably wasn't a Super Bowl year, so we can afford to, to develop him. Um, Is there belief that he probably should be a little farther along than where he is? Yes. 
No, but he's getting there. I think he's he's getting there. I think he's close to getting a sack. Man, this would be the week. This would be the week for Tyree to get it. And they come in bunches. But he's working hard. It is not a give up. But here's the deal, guys. You got to have four quality defensive ends anyways. Got to have them. So that's why if you go get a, a Leonard and you know you're gonna it's gonna put your team in some in some salary cap, it, you know, tenuous situations, make sure he's worth it. If you're gonna trade capital, is this guy part of the long-term future? Or is there a guy that we can easily afford? He's a body, we can get rid of somebody else who's a body and make that move quicker. I could see them doing that much quicker. So I'm trying to give you kind of what the thought process is with inside the organization, kind of what they're thinking and what their mentality is. All right. I hope you have a wonderful Friday. Get out there and enjoy yourself. Obviously, I'll be working hard. And I got a Paw Patrol movie in my future today for my 14-month-old. I hope that you guys have a great day. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me. I know I'm not entitled to it. I know it's a privilege that you share it with me. So please, again, make sure you subscribe, like, whatever. Keep reading everything. And from all of us to all of you, have a good Friday. Just a couple of days away from game day. Appreciate you, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks, everybody. And again, have a great day. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.